we are in a the pandemic. House. Pandemic. What? We in are the, in our in houses. house of pandemics. Because there's a pandemic. And we are in our houses because there's a pandemic in everyone's house, and we're trying to eradicate it within all of our own houses. I feel like, I mean, obviously, since we're recording remotely, yeah, we are in acknowledgement of the pandemic in every episode because we can't be together. But it's been a few weeks, I feel like, since we've talked about the state of affairs. I mean, and I, I just wanted to ask you, as a yeah. as a professional, yes. what, what, what's your day-to-day? Are Thank you out you. there? Are you not out there? Are you hiding? Are you still washing your bananas <sighs> and microwaving your mail? What's happening? Well, Sean, as a professional, as you so kindly said, you know, when dealing with pandemics, I just... I've just never been crazy about the medical system in general, so I just kind of stay away from it. You know the problem with a pandemic? Hmm. They're always trying to bamboozle Boozle you. you. Yeah, I should have just said it because I was like, I think he's going there. You but know I wanted I to am. let you say it, and you went there. You went there. I went right there, man. Uh, Brett's wife. Uh, well, I should say it like Harrison Ford because he sure as heck does. My wife. His Good. wife hates pandas. That's a weird thing to hate. Yeah. So if you ever meet her, just consistently talk about pandas. Could I suggest hating astronauts? Well, everybody hates them. <laughs> I'll have you know, my father thought about being being an astronaut. So, <laughs> I'm so excuse David, me. had I known that, I'm so yeah, sorry. Okay, thank you. I never you. would have brought that up. It's a sore up. subject, Okay. He gets Dude. real spacey when you talk about it, though. Oh, that's good. That's <laughs> no, good. It's not. Uh, we got a live show coming up, and when we last recorded, we were like, "Man, we should probably line up some acts, some guests for yeah. it and stuff." <laughs> and then a week went by, and we have a jam-packed lineup. Yeah, a lot I'm of people super came through stoked. with us. It's uh, it's gonna be fantastic. We lost only one act so far, so looking good. That yeah. act would have killed. Uh, it was a fantastic poetry reading. That will not uh, happen. The poem is great, though. Maybe one of these days we'll share it. Maybe we could do like a a giveaway of sorts in the chat Ooh. and select somebody to come into our virtual studio and read the poem uh, during the night. Like tease that out in the beginning. Do a sort of raffle okay. sweepstakes, and then um, obviously Bagel Shoe is headlining, as he the, should. I uh, mean, as, the man is a should. creative genius; he knows it. But maybe if right before his performance, we announced the winner and had them come into the studio. I like this. So it's like a competition that maybe is going on in our group chat in the little thread. I'm saying in the comments of the video when we're live. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it's going yeah. through YouTube, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So nice. we'll have we'll have that at our disposal. I like that idea. And it's going to be a cold reading. These people don't get to read it beforehand. It will be sent to your email moments before you read it out loud. Yeah, it's going to be hot. It's going to be it's a hot gonna take. It's going to be hot. I mean, that, those always seem read, to work out. Take. We did that on a commercial, and it didn't turn out great. <laughs> um, I was looking at the stats for that commercial. Four yeah. people have signed up for Anchor from that commercial compared to the one from the previous. No. 
I know. I made the whole thing up. There's yeah, no way to know that. Yeah, that. <laughs> there is no possible way. But it sounded but we, good for a second. Well, yeah. I mean, well, listen, we're natural performers, so we always kill it. It's just, what can you do with such bad material, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did your best. I feel like... Oh, that just... Yeah. I don't want to... I mean, I know that you're still sort of down on yourself from the way that the poll went on Instagram... <sighs> The, uh, the, where the people's the choice for favorite host. Don't you say people's choice? Not I my mean, that's, people's. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> it was the people and they chose. Listen, um, I'm the people's champion. I'm Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Get out of here. Okay, you see these elbows? Those are the people's elbows. That's good. Thank you. I like that. <laughs> um, I do want to, before we get into it, I do want to get genuinely serious for a moment. Can I do yes. this? Yes, you can try. Sometimes when I say genuinely serious and then I... I I build up the fanfare only to release it in a bigger joke, but this is not that. Um, yeah. Give I don't me a know second. how much. Give me a second to, to lose my smile. Cause like when you say generally serious, I, I get mischievous. Cause I understand that's a, uh, I want to natural it, so. thing for yeah. people like us. I got to get the giggles out real quick. <laughs> yeah. Do it up. Um, have you okay. been, have you been paying attention to the news at all this week? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, to, to fill you in. So fill me I, in. I haven't really paid attention to the news much, except I checked in a couple times. But being off social media in general, I stay somewhat ignorant to what's going on, save for what finds me through conversation and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I dove in this week a little bit, and uh, in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, there was a shooting of an unarmed black guy again um, by in the Wisconsin? police. And this is in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, and I have friends in Kenosha. Um, but then there's been this just politicized response to it and there's all sorts of stuff happening. There's fights and protests. And then in the protests that followed, some of the protesters were shot by some 17 year old kid with an assault rifle. And yeah, it's just, it's bad out there in some places, but I just want to take a moment rather than, I mean, I, I picked the side of innocence and not shooting people. Uh, that's typically my. I feel like that's not that's a, your stance. That's not an extreme stance on any side. I'm I'm yeah. anti-shooting, <laughs> yeah, uh, in general. Um, but I just want to say, let's all work together to to have conversations, to communicate thoughtfully, to learn from one another, mm. and to find to find answers together and move forward rather than just digging in our heels and and folding our arms and having some sort of argument for the sake of argument or, you know, for macho-ness or masculinity, not backing down from something. I, I don't think we gain anything mm. by that. So that's, that's my, my little soapbox. I'm going to step off now. That was good. That was the deepest this show has ever been. And we have been inside Frank and Joe's pockets. So congratulations, sir. Well I, said, beautifully said. And I said it all for the award of deepest podcast point and okay the fact that you don't have a trophy uh, for me it's ridiculous hurt. yeah yeah uh, trust me i understand the hurt i understand the hurt of uh being the best and uh, not being appreciated you know, yeah like, and i like especially a great job people's choice hosting host. and uh and your friends and i had keith send me who voted for who brett hoy i know who you voted for oh yeah Oh, yeah, puppy. I know who you voted <laughs> called for. Called out. Yeah, very much called out. I just want to say a special thanks to Andrew Genova, who voted for me. Genova, you're a great man. 
That's the only uh, one I remember. I don't think Keith voted. Does Does Andrew listen to the podcast? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. So all of the people that listen out. to the podcast, <laughs> there seems to be a consensus. Of the list, I don't think one person who's a listener voted for me. I feel like we are one of the only... Uh, I don't even know what to call it. Like, I wouldn't say like entertainers or performers, but whatever we are, creators. I'll go creators. Yeah. I think we, we're one of the only uh, pairs of creators for whom there is such a distinction between a listener and a fan. Because I feel like we've got a ton of fans who yeah. do not listen to this podcast. That is almost everyone I talk to, our biggest fan think, that's never listened. And I think that some of the people that listen aren't that, aren't that big of fans. <laughs> We have a very interesting situation here. We, we live in we, an uncanny valley. We really do. One of these days, we need that video. The um, it's like the making of the music or the behind the scenes. Of, behind the music. Behind the music. That's what it is. Thank you. We need to do that for the podcast. And I'm dead serious. That's where the podcast fell apart. Was when Keith Mees set up that poll. I wish he recorded himself doing it. Yeah, I felt invigorated at that point. I don't know if. I don't know if the results came off differently to me than they would have to you, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like second wind came alive. Like I, I haven't felt this good since the landslide episode. Oh, that was a great episode. And it's I will tell you this, episode. though. You know, from what I remember in life growing up, and probably the biggest takeaway from the third grade is first is the worst, second is the best. And third, I was going to say, who gets the treasure chest? Well, no, sir. He has the hairy chest. Oh. You guys got treasure? No, we just got body hair. <laughs> we didn't get anything good. I still don't have hair on my chest, so that never you really appealed to me. You can have some of mine. Okay. Yeah. If you would just put some in an envelope <laughs> and mail it to me. And mail it to you? Oh, that would be if the gross. If you drop it in the U.S. postal mail, it should be <laughs> no, here within I'm a month or two. No, I'm not dropping it. In the, I am going into FedEx so I can hand it to the worker, and there will be hair seeping out, and the front of the envelope will have scattered hairs all over it. It and should be a know. mesh bag. It should be <laughs> just like a football jersey folded up full of <laughs> I like th- Well, what it could be is it could just be a potato. And I hollow out the potato and I fill it with hair. Because you can ship just a potato. Yeah, that's exciting. Have you ever done it? I think I've shipped a potato in a box, but I've never just shipped a potato as a potato. You know you can ship animals and stuff, too. Uh, <laughs> Wait, like from any place? I could just go there with an animal and be like, I'd like to ship this? Uh, you can, yeah, mail certain animals via the U.S. Postal Service. Um, do they we, feed them? Uh, no, but if it's like a, an express delivered package or within a certain boundary, um, or whatever, like you, you put them in a box. Um, and <laughs> oh, this no. is, this is relevant because due to the delays that the postal service is experiencing, I don't know if you're, I am aware of that. Okay. Um, in Maine, it is more common to ship, uh, chicks, uh, baby Women. chickens, Women. Uh, yeah, it's, it's part of a much larger <laughs> issue. The, but there are farmers whose chicks are arriving dead because the packages are so delayed. Um, Ooh. Which that is, is also no bad bueno. news for the mail-order bride industry. <laughs> Rough stuff. You used to be able to mail your kid. 
No, that's a lie. Nope, it happened. <laughs> no, Not a lie. Baloney. Baloney. No. There's no way someone mailed their child. Yep, someone mailed their child. You can go what ahead and year? Wikipedia that. What year was this? 1993? This is why I love the 90s. No, it wasn't the It was It was the early 1900s or, or the 1800s, but at some point during the, the life of the U.S. Postal Service, <laughs> yeah. um, you could mail your child. I just typed in child who was mailed, and uh, yeah, there was the most famous mailed child, and his name was May... Pierstorf. It's a great name. He was sent by Idaho, Idaho Railway mail car in 1914 with the appropriate stamps uh, stuck, oh, I guess it's a female, to her traveling coat. So they just put the stamps. If it was me and I was working and I was just going to ship off a kid, oh, I'd stick it right on their forehead, just bam, and smack it on there. This would be hilarious. Or put yeah. it over their eyes or something. It'd be like, good luck. <laughs> You know, I think that the poll on better host, I don't I don't know that I fully buy into that, but I do feel pretty confident at this point if there was a poll on who would be the better father. <laughs> I'm confident I thank you in that I that, would win that. that thank you. <laughs> I don't stand a chance. You don't because see, Sean, I understand against old stamps on the forehead you, pit. You can't baby these kids. They need to be tur- uh, taught uh, they are turds. They need to be taught hard lessons because that's what life it's is okay? tough it's love not, baby it's not exactly thank you sean you get it okay you get it i do get it all right I ha- you're I not have gonna my have pythons son. like this and not use them on your children I, I have my own son i think the problem is right now our staircase has a landing like halfway down yeah and there's no spikes at the bottom of it well he can only fall halfway down the stairs <sighs> i have not yeah. let him do that nor will i by the way intentionally yeah okay there's a lot of moments as a father (laughs) where like he almost gets really really hurt as they should and and then you have this moment of like thank god that like everything happened exactly that way because if it didn't we'd be an absolute disaster yeah and i learn for next time not to do a certain thing or, 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 or to do something slightly differently. But man, the number of times in a day that like my stomach just drops because it's like, whoa, he almost fell on that wheat thresher. Uh, <laughs> you know, I had a little Fargo situation with him. He had a wood chipper in the back. Yeah. And let me tell Playing you this. in the tree too. Don't then, let yeah. your one-year-old run the, the wood chipper unsupervised. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> that is a common thing that happens. Those kids. Kids and their wheat threshers. Kids and their wheat threshers. And you know what it is about the wheat thresher? The gluten. It's the gluten. gluten. No, gluten gluten. will kill you. You need to have a gluten-free diet. That way your kids aren't in a wheat thresher. I disagree. I disagree. Gluten's the best. What am I thinking of? I have no idea what you're thinking of. Chapter 20... A note, a note of, of warning. warning. Nice segue there. Thank you. Yeah, well done. You're getting I, good I at enjoy these. Our, our banter at the top of these episodes, but I do spend a lot of it just waiting, waiting for that crack, crack in the door, for just that yeah. opening to shove my foot in and transition. I feel like that one right there was my most seamless. It was perfectly done. Thank you. Uh, you used to do it whenever things were getting risque, and then you would immediately switch it over. 
but we stopped being as risque. We have. I mean, save for we've grown. Joking about child abuse there, and and joking yeah. about celiac disease and <laughs> gluten insensitivity. Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe we've just uh, become we've more changed accepting as people. Of, yes, we have. This podcast has changed us. That was in the promise that we made that we are exploring ourselves through the Hardy Boys, and we hope to become better sleuths and individuals. And Sean, I'm a pretty great sleuth. Right, that's, and that's about all a that I've good individual. Gotten. Well, yeah, okay, I'll take it. Thank you. Uh, would you say best host sort of mentality? Definitely top five. Top five. I'll top take five it. finish I'll for take sure. It. Thank you, Sean. I'll Do you, you you listen to the episodes? Absolutely not. You used to. Yep. You don't listen to them anymore. Nope, haven't listened to them. I feel like since our last live show. Okay. I, I have not listened to as much of this season, but typically yeah. I run through them for quality control. But I was going to ask if you've noticed anything about yourself in the episodes that you've listened to where then you make an effort to change yourself or the way you talk. If you listen to yourself and you're like, oh, I wish I didn't mm. X or I notice that I become very sensitive to how frequently I say um when I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. I'm crazy about that as of lately. Not within the podcast, but when I'm speaking to other people, I'm very conscious about how many times I say, um. I feel like in the the podcast, I've been working so hard, and not just in this podcast, but in my podcast and my YouTube videos. It's a lot of talking. Yeah. And trying to avoid saying, um, has been something I've been working on. You want it? You want my life hack? Do you just say umbrella? Do you yeah. finish it? Yeah. Was that saying, exactly what that you was were going to exactly, say? But, well, I say it differently. If you go, umbrella, 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 eh, hey. eh. Yeah, that's how you do it. That's good. Okay, that, that's a good playoff. Because ums are always drawn out. They're always umbrella, you know? Eh, eh. I feel, like, eh, eh. I feel like the other thing that I do that I've started or to umbridge. notice... Ooh, or Umbro, yeah. the soccer brand. Oh, yeah, nice. I had some Umbro shorts. Yeah, those were great shorts. I was in a Adidas, a lot of Adidas shorts. had a lot of Nike shorts, and now I have some Patagonia shorts. Don't know what that means, but that sounds sweet. They're ultimate Frisbee shorts. They're okay, very, I'll have to check very, these out. They're very, very, very lightweight. Yeah, I like that material. They're a I little like noisy. Stuff. They're a little swishy. Then I don't want them. Yeah. I, I, you just lost me. I, I wasn't trying to win you over, <laughs> to be clear. So this shirt, it's, can you hear it? I can. Yeah. It's not as bad. I have another one that's even louder. It's more like, but like more like a. Yeah. I know. I like got that. It. Yeah. And I don't like it. I can't wear it. I love the shirt, but I can't wear it. I understand. Yeah. I don't like that sound. I don't like how it feels on my skin. Because I know it's making that it like sound off my skin. like a basketball jersey? Yeah. Good. I, I sprayed it and. uh and hairspray so it doesn't move it doesn't crinkle that's a good play. so it's just locked but if it drops it will crack um i wanted to go back and finish my thought from a moment ago because i was about to make oh, myself yeah. vulnerable get vulnerable with me but i said i feel like the other thing that i do too much that i haven't noticed before but as i listen to these episodes now i say i use the expression i feel like mm before everything like as i do the analysis of the book i say things like i feel like frank and joe here are and i feel yeah. like the, what the authors do i feel like i feel like i feel like so i i'm going to try to rein that in a little bit 
And I know I feel that like by... it's okay that you do that, though. I feel like it's not the worst <laughs> thing that I could do. But yeah, I, feel I feel like, like it's like something I could change. If you just listen to me, um, brella, 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 and just kind of try to be a little bit more like me, okay? Like, I'm kind of like Mike in this situation, and you want to be like Mike, okay? Aim for my perfection. I will do I my know best. it's it's hard to hit this level, but just, you know. But you get to be around genius all day. I feel like you it's should, possible. I feel like it's possible, too, to just soak it up. Like a, um, um, what are those things called? But the, um, oh, uh, man, this is the, difficult. Uh, they soak up the rain. No idea. No idea. I feel like I should know this, but yeah, I lost it. I had it okay. and I lost it. <laughs> what if I lose this power? Surf <laughs> um, ninjas, my man. Well, I chapter do, 20. I do notice that, yeah, my thing is it's rush hour two, surf ninjas. It's always the Rob Schneider thing. I'm obsessed with that idea. They call it, you know, to being just like Rob Schneider does in Surf Ninjas. And I have many other, but that's the two that I'm very aware of. I love it. I just like movies. Chapter 20. A note of warning. A note of warning. I don't have much to say about this other than... Uh, so a note gets delivered to Mrs. Hardy, to, to the Hardy home. Uh, Mrs. Hardy is the only one who's home, and she yeah. does not see who leaves the note. It seems to be left anonymously. Um, and then Mr. Hardy comes home, and it's a a threat that says, "Don't you know? Dro- dro- don't look into the counterfeiters, or we'll take the shirt off your back." Yeah, and no, he knows he has a hairy back, and he hasn't shaved it in a while. Nor so has he mailed that back con- hair. Yeah, yeah, he's not mailing his back hair out. His potatoes are not filled with body hair, and, and that's we're going to an get into the postal service in this chapter <laughs> <Yeah>. briefly. <laughs> um, but the the one thing I wanted to say was that he's talking uh, about being in, um, oh shoot, what was the town? It's the one town over, uh, Barmet. He was in Barmet Village. Barmet, yeah looking for these counterfeiters and he saw he followed one man to a nearby city and uh seen the fella pass a small package to a woman in black who had quickly disappeared in a crowd but the noted detective knew the woman and knew that she could be located when wanted so he didn't Mm. like pursue her at the time being and i was excited because this is a huge milestone for this book and maybe the series this is the first independent woman yeah Mentioned as a character who is not either a helpless victim mm-hmm. or a housewife. Yeah, she is Miss Independent. She which is and I that mean one song. She's a villain, it seems. Yeah, she's dealing with counterfeiters and their packages. But uh, yeah, exciting. It's the, very exciting. Also, what do they call to, that test? The Bechdel test. The Bechdel test. Yeah, that's uh, well, it still fails because you have to talk. It has to be two women talking. But to each other and not about men. So okay. this is one woman talking to men, which it's it is pretty funny uh, <laughs> how little movies actually pass that test. And also, I mean, it's not funny. It's absolutely tragic. It's hysterical. It's hysterical how bad it is. So uh, it's funny that this is completely flops because in the original, the note was Frank and Joe. That it was delivered to. And it was that hilarious bike sequence. Yeah. Where, where Ken, Ken Blake breaks his pedal. And, Unless and, it wasn't Ken Blake and someone stole his bike. 
Because <laughs> he sort of maintained <laughs> innocence the whole time. I guess we never figured out who actually delivered that note. I'm going to guess it was the arrow. The arrow could have done it. And I'm also upset that the arrow is not a part of this. I hope at the very end, there's like a little nod to the arrow. You know, like at the end of a Batman movie, you'll always see a playing card and they pick it up and it's got the Joker on it. Yeah. I want that to happen in this. I want it to end and there's a playing card and they pick it up and there's a crude arrow. That's all I want. Let me see if we get there. Please. Um, But yeah, the only thing I really uh, pinged on in this, in this intro was that uh, we have just an independent woman, which is exciting. It's very exciting. And I told you, I read this chapter last week. And usually what I do with my notes is I highlight the things that I find funny or interesting. Yep. <laughs> All I have highlighted of the entire chapter was three days later, Fenton Hardy who had been away from home on business, received the note. And I was like, ooh, a note. This is intriguing. Story plot. And then that's it. Yeah. That was it. That's the only thing that I was like, okay. I took took two other notes, and I think you may remember this. um, But Frank and Joe come back to the house to find out about this note, this threat. Um, And they've just been out on the bay in their boat with Chet. Yeah. (laughs) uh, And they were laughing at the recollection of some remarkable acrobatic feats that Chet Morton had attempted on the bow of the motorboat. Oh, no. The result of which had been the sudden immersion of Chet into the the chilly waters of the bay. Yeah. Dude, Uh, I can't believe uh, they have that much chili in the water and no crackers. <laughs> I, I know everyone is just listening and not watching the video, but your face, of, you were just like, your head was down and you were staring at me coldly. I could barely see your eyes under the brim of your hat. <laughs> the problem I thought was, you were going to pull out a weapon and take I me wanted, down. For a I wanted so badly to take that to the next level and to make that, that extra joke, but unfortunately, I I could come up with nothing. I was just empty. So I had anger with it like toward myself for not being able to come up with a secondary chili pun. I mean, yeah. come on. Nice. I'll allow uh, that. Not great. It's not, not great. the it's best cumin. that you've ever done. Well, yeah, but that's still close enough. If you were a Jamaican asking for a spice in your in your chili, you might say, come on. Yeah. Is that how the accent goes? It's perfect. Thank you. It's so good. My knowledge of the accent is strictly from Half Baked. Where are you from? Right near the beach. Boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to move on past this. Yeah, well, it's uh, a great movie. If you, if you haven't seen it, make sure you check it out. But Chet was insisting that he would have been able to do uh, a handstand if only Frank hadn't steered to the left when he should have steered to the right. And I thought, this is... Like the absolute epitome of reckless children. Like, let's say you're out trying to be like trying to make your living as a fisherman in the bay. And then there's this speedboat going by (laughs) with some 15 year old doing a handstand (laughs) on the front of it. You could lose limbs if you fall off the front of the boat. You're going to have a bad time. Yeah. He's pizza and when he should French fry and he is not going to have a good time with this. So I, yeah, I was I was a little is, shocked 
Well, um, I'm not. The kids are dumb. They're very dumb. I don't know. You had a so you had a boat around their age. Did you guys do stuff like this on boats, or did Absolutely you just like sit and chill? Not. Never. Never one handstand. Occasionally, <laughs> if the boat was off, but at that point, steering the boat to the right or left wouldn't make a difference because it's yeah. not moving. Well, I remember being on a boat once because my aunt had one and she lived down in Table Rock. And whenever we were at a dead standstill, they had a hand railing that you would grab and try and flip over and push over it. So you kind of could do a handstand on it, hold yourself up, and then you pushed yourself off of it into the water. Yeah, that's awesome. No, it's incredibly stupid. But yeah, it's pretty awesome at the but same time. But you do it when the props aren't spinning. Yeah, that's very – yeah, I never even thought about that. Yeah. The the other thing is huh. that uh, when Chet falls in, he leaves them saying, um, "I missed my bath last Saturday night anyway, so this will make up for it." Ew. And I just wondered, what is bathing like <laughs> in the 1920s? Is daily bathing not an option? And is is daily bathing a a point of privilege? I would imagine so from the movies I've seen, like. There's things in my life that, you know, I absolutely have privilege that affects the things that I worry about versus what other people have to worry about. But I don't have to worry about whether or not I can shower every day. Yeah. Unless when I don't shower, it's because I wake up and there's a kid and the kid takes, you know, all day and then he's sort of not sleeping perfectly. So I don't Mm want to, you know, the bathroom is next to his bedroom. So I don't want to run the water at night and stuff. But I would still say I have the the privilege to take a shower. Well, yeah, if it's that wanna... situation, you can go outside, take a hose shower. We've yeah. all been there. That's not a bad idea, actually. I should do that. Yeah. Oh, it's the greatest. I used to have, a, as a kid, a 55-gallon drum that we would just fill with water, and you could take a little baths inside that. Or during the winter, I used to bring out pots of steaming water and slowly fill it up. It'd take about two hours to fill up. And then you had a little jacuzzi. The things you can do with a drum, with a with a uh, a barrel. I had a bucket today that I filled with water, so that I didn't have to carry uh, my hose all the way out to the bird bath. I just yeah. carried the bucket of water bucket. out to the bird bath. <laughs> this is why our podcast is the greatest. We talk about barrels and buckets. <laughs> buckets and the hardy buckets. The hardy buckets. Not yeah, great. that's what you got to do. Carry those buckets, man. It is a, a fun thing to do. That's how dull these chapters are, just so people know. Uh, the carrying of buckets is more entertaining. Yeah, my my story about my alternative method for filling a bird bath <laughs> seems, seems to outshine what the boys did. Um, but uh, this chapter ends with them saying, well, you know what? Let's, uh, mm-hmm. let's go look at the mill again. Yeah. Seeing as the title of this book is the secret of the old mill. We should probably go to the old mill. Yeah, which we have not actually really been at much. Uh, Just two so visits know, nearby, but they haven't gone into the actual they haven't mill. Gone into so. the, we're 171 pages in. The, I'm actually shocked. Not a lot has happened in this book. That's what struck me. I, I think do, doing the full comparison of this book right now to the to the last book is this plot is so unbelievably straightforward Yeah. as where the rewrite was so convoluted and there's yeah, Smuff dude. getting his counterfeit and there's the uh, the 
oh, oh, Elkton sabotage oh, bombs yeah. happening. Like I forgot that all was of that. Scene, like dude. there isn't an Elkton at all. No, there was the Hardy Boys also getting stuck in the uh, garage. There was the uh, the, the boarding cave. school, the, the cave, awesome and the boarding arrow. school. Yeah, yeah. There was the, so the much going house. on, and I gotta say, for the first time ever. I'm starting to miss that book. Usually these ones are treats. Uh, the writing is much better in these ones, but just... there's some suspense in the next chapter, which was nice compared to how suspense is handled in the rewrites. But yeah, it's not complicated oh, yeah. suspense. No, not at all. So the boys, they hop on those bikes on the motorcycles, right? And yeah. they decide to drive out and now to tackle the old mill exclaimed Frank and uh oh my name is no longer frank is a turd but frank is is definitely a turd and uh i uh i do indeed eat vegetables most people are only going to listen to this yes and that's fantastic <laughs> i am not going to explain either let's take a quick break and we'll come back finish these Ooh. two chapters and have ourselves a little afternoon, eh? A little ad break. Now we're talking. Let's get four more subscribers, folks. I'm a chainsaw man myself. I, I love uh, sawing down trees. I, I don't, don't do have carvings with them. Huh? I don't have a chainsaw. Should you should, every, everyone should have a chainsaw. They are a lot of fun. They're also terrifying, but they're a lot of fun. Do you feel like chainsaws... By the way, I brought us back in... When we started this chainsaw discussion, this is uh, now yeah. the second half of the episode. <laughs> we leave talking about uh, buckets and we come back talking about chainsaws. Things okay. have escalated. <laughs> do you have do a chainsaw? I yes, I do. Do you have a good chainsaw? Yes, I do. Do you have trees <laughs> which necessitate a chainsaw of, yes. of any quality? Yeah. My, how my, often, how many times a month do you fire up your chainsaw? A month? Um, it depends. So, Brella, it depends because, nice. uh, thank you, it was a little bit late, but I got there. I feel like it was fun. We have property. So, a lot of times, if there is rain, it will knock down trees and trees will fall on our paths. So, we take down the trees, my dad and I. So, we'll take down trees that have fallen. We so, will also sell firewood. So, I mean, pretty pretty regularly. Do you have your own chainsaw or do you and your dad share a chainsaw? Is it a family chainsaw or do you oh, have a David Pitt chainsaw? I have my own personal and then my dad has two at home and one at the barn and the farm. That's... That's enough to and, juggle. Yeah. My uncle might also have one as well. I'm not really sure. He's got a lot of stuff. I wouldn't doubt that he has one at his house too. I feel like I need to change my life to be a life that needs a chainsaw. Because right now, yeah. if I had a chainsaw, which I want. That sounds like a great country song. I don't have anything to cut. Oh, I have one oh, tree in got... my yard. Do your neighbors have trees? Uh, no, not really. I mean, we, we live in the city. There's a couple like huge, huge Sean, trees. Sean, it sounds like we have to plant a tree in your backyard. <laughs> Just to cut it Just down. Just to cut it down, yeah. There's a metaphor be a, a in there somewhere. It's 15-year thing uh, before you can cut that puppy down. It's going to be so worth it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. By the time it's grown, though, you're going to fall in love with it. And there will be the kids, you know, clubhouse in it. And 
you know, grow attached to it. And then it's and like I'll that wait moment the kids in life. In the clubhouse before I saw it down. <laughs> now that is parenting. You finally understand. <laughs> then I'll get my trophy. Then you get the trophy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a machete? Uh, no. Someone's got a birthday coming up. I have a snow shovel. <laughs> Does that help? I mean, you can. I've used shovels to chop things down. A plastic yeah. snow shovel, though? Oh, it's plastic? Aren't all snow shovels? No. no I guess you can get a metal snow yeah, shovel. Yeah, I have a metal snow shovel. In fact, plastic just works better for snow. Yeah, but it doesn't scrape against the ground how I like it. See, See metal's that, got a good scrape. Plastic's got a lame scrape. I like hearing that because it makes I, me feel powerful. I'd rather have the more subdued plastic scrape. No, I want people to hear me outside shoveling. <laughs> For miles That's around. Why, yeah, well, then they're just like, what is that noise? Oh, he's shoveling? I wonder if he should shovel my uh, driveway the, as well. The fact that you made That's your driveway, bucks. you painted your driveway with that chalkboard paint. So that way it's the metal <laughs> snow shovel on the chalkboard driveway. You want people to know. Yeah. It's deafening. <laughs> Oh, did you do this so you could write on the on the ground and it easily comes off? No, I did it just for winter, for winter you'll, season. You'll know why you'll I know. did it this yeah. December. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's not snow I anymore. I sound awesome. You what? I said I sound awesome. If that was something I actually did, I would be awesome. I think That'd you be are so awesome, cool. David. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. I think you're pretty awesome, too. Oh, shucks. Oh, I know. Shucks. I told you recently you sent that photo and I was just like, Sean's looking good. Which photo? The uh, Brella, the one with you and Brett Hoy. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. That's an old. That's an old, old picture of myself, which is why it looks so good. <laughs> that's like two years old. <laughs> that's not that old. Two years. At least you're not the guy using a photo on LinkedIn of you twenty years ago. Is that what you're doing on LinkedIn? I don't have a LinkedIn. I was going to say, that's a weird, yeah. it's, it's a weird, it's a weird jab for you to take. Well, Who's I, well, that a jab at? Th there was a photographer that I worked with back when I worked at a studio, and the guy used a photo from when he was probably 30, and we did our first Skype call with him. He was in his 60s, but it didn't seem like it was a vintage photo. It seemed like a modern photo. So when he came up, we were just like, huh, why would he have his dad answer this call? Like, we have to talk business. And then, like, the whole time we're confused. We're just talking to him. And we're like, are you Peter? And he just is like, yeah. And we were like, You're oh. doing it, Peter. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it, Peter. We're just like, oh, well, all your photos, even his photos online, any photo that he had was this same photo. So we're just like, okay, that's him. It's consistent branding. It's consistent. It was very off-putting. I used to work for a company that did event marketing where we would – go and represent some brand at a trade show at a, you know, festival something. And that, yeah, like I worked with CNN through this company um, where like CNN did stuff um, at these debates and whatever. Um, but we would have to hire local people at each one. Like we'd have like our team of five and then we'd hire like another five people just to, you know, hand out stuff, standard practice. Uh, but the, the exciting thing was, the people who would apply to be these local hires would always send a photo and oh, they yeah, never, ever, ever, ever showed up looking anything like their <laughs> like photo. <that>. Yeah. <laughs> like just same thing of like 20 year old photos or something that was Photoshop. A lot of times they were just like 
made it, it was at the time it seemed just like a glitch of how emails worked where it was like squished in from the sides so everybody looked yeah. skinnier yeah and then when they got there they were not they, they were more normal it's like that scene in blue streak where martin lawrence gets out of jail and he goes back home and he knocks on the door because he's going to see his girlfriend and a woman answers it and he just goes what happened and she's just looking at him. She's all mad. He goes, when I left, you were all plickety-plack, plickety-plack. Now you're wah-boom. And then you find out it's her sister, uh, not actually her. But that is, yeah, people send a photo of what they want to be and uh, not what, what they are. That's why I always send a photo of myself that's worse than what I look like. This way people are pleasantly surprised when they see me. I've begun to embrace that as well. and that's Embrace the, to do the it. bad selfie. Yeah. In, like to but know that I could take a picture of myself at my worst and be comfortable with it. Oh, it's the best thing in the world. I mean, it's I, the best thing. What but can't I do? If I can do that, look what at you. can't I do? You're looking to accomplish the universe right now. And I like that. We're like pinky in the brain right now. Which one's which? We're both. <laughs> There's the elements brain. of both pinky in the brain and both of us, but I think we know which one's which here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of us has a degree in science and film. And what's your degree in again, John? Just science. So you have a degree in science and, and film. film. So clearly I'm the brain. And what did you study again? Something like biology and you looked at frogs and stuff like that. Okay. I uh, look at apples and banana I peels. Clown skills. I, I hope that's not a lie. Uh, it is a lie, but. The grade school that I went to, where we shot the uh, the marshmallow project, yeah. they have a circus skills class that teaches juggling and like standing and balancing on a I ball. I'm so mad doing... right now. It's an awesome class, and I've Can gotten an to do some videos with class? those kids. What's that? Can I, as an adult, Billy Madison myself into one of these classes? Can you arrange that? I would say under normal circumstances, no. However, yes, seeing yes. as we're in a pandemic and it's yes. all virtual anyway, yes, <laughs> can, can I you feel get like me in? it wouldn't be unsafe. <laughs> like I, I feel like making here. Here I go with I feel like yeah, but making this is a the good case feeling, Mike. for you, David Pitt, to go into yes. a classroom with with sixth graders yes. and try to learn to juggle. I feel like that's <laughs> a hard sell, but. Yeah, you just watching the same videos of a of an instructor that the sixth graders are watching. Easy, get me in. I'm gonna Figure send out. some emails. Yeah, get some get some emails. I've never been more serious about anything in my life. I know I can go to YouTube and probably look it up, but I need that class interaction. And this is my one moment to be Billy Madison. I'm gonna. I'm actually going to move forward I, on this. I honestly hope you do because I think it could be the greatest moment of my life. I would be so happy all right I'm and you know that's this. the truth thank you sean i appreciate that dude i'm about to go to clown school <laughs> <laughs> we don't call it clown school that has a negative connotation it's circus skills <laughs> i'm gonna we'll be able to take the same class i would be able to experience we'll be that much closer to each other you can unless juggle you didn't knives. take it yeah well yeah uh, I got all these chainsaws around the when house. What am I supposed yeah. to be doing with them? Yeah. <laughs> Chapter 21 at the mill. At the mill. I'm going to summarize this in a sentence. Pound through it. <laughs> yeah. And that is they, they get to the mill 
they're hiding in the, they have to cross this field this open field to get to the mill and they're worried <laughs> yeah. they're going to be seen so they get halfway in and then inside they hear somebody say i think i see someone crawling in the grass <laughs> yeah. which their only their best line is we'll have to crawl across the grass <laughs> which, yeah <laughs> some great detective work some, some yeah. hardcore sleuthing and that, yeah um, who is it who sees him crawling and the other person it's markle like, so yeah markle sees it and i guess who's the other guy he's with Dockle? Uh, Dockle, yeah. Dockle's just straight it's, it's up actually like Uncle Doc. They named Uncle him Doc, Dockle yeah. in the next one. Doc's just like, you don't see anyone. You're losing your marbles. And it's this a is log. Legitimately, what, yeah, this is what this chapter's about. Of one thinks he sees someone in the grass. Which he Frank does. and Joe think they're being stealthy, crawling through the gl- uh, through the uh, grass. They think they're wearing camouflage, but they're actually wearing flannel. (laughs) They got their lumberjack colors on. (laughs) This is where I was talking about the suspense being better. They really dragged this out. Like this this march along felt like it was straight out of Band of Brothers um, (laughs) of just going through the muck. And then finally they make a break for it when a cloud passes in front of the moon when Markle's on his way out. They make it to the Weeping Willow. There's a willow tree. And I don't know how much you know about willow trees, but their branches the, hurt when you're hit with them. Yeah. yeah. And they decide they're they're they need to climb this willow tree to get onto the roof of the mill to be able to get in. But Markle is like, "You know what? I'm going to go just make sure no one's around." And so I I'm going to go take a trip around the mill anyhow. Your nerves must be jumpy. They are, snapped Markle. My nerves are always jumpy when I, <laughs> when I think I see something moving. Um, so they pressed. the boys heard heavy footsteps as Markle left the doorway, and then they saw his dark figure in the moonlight as he came around the side of the mill. They pressed close against the willow tree mm. and lowered their heads so that their face would not be seen. <laughs> Both were wearing dark clothes and dark caps. They did not look up, for they knew that their faces would be gray against the surrounding darkness and that Marco might see them. What are they, the aliens from Signs? Why would they be gray? Your pigment doesn't change. Uh, Everything was black and white then. It it was just a way of saying, like, you would see... Their face would be brighter. Oh, 50% gray. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and so this transitions us to the next chapter for resolution of they're standing. The Hardy boys always said that the few seconds in which they stood in the shadow of the willow tree with the suspicious Markle, almost with an arm's length of them, not knowing whether they had been discovered or not, were the longest seconds they had ever known. Nice. It seemed hours before they finally heard Markle give a grunt of satisfaction and trudge away in the opposite direction. And that's because it was hours. <laughs> Very true. The weird thing here is that, like... They're just standing there with their heads down. <laughs> and I have to imagine that Markle saw them and like took a picture. Like, what are these two idiots doing? <laughs> like, hey, guys, guys. And guys, they're just talking through their mouths. You're Don't nodding. Say anything. <laughs> Does she think we're a tree? <laughs> Make tree noises. Bark. Branch. <laughs> did you bark. say? Did you say bark? <laughs> I didn't. You said branch. That was uh, fantastic. Yeah, mine. I was thinking of Michelle Branch. Yeah, yeah. So was I. Michelle Branch barks whenever she sings. 
Oh. Yeah. She has that song. And I would branch a thousand barks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot Is that the that same that person, her. actually? Does she sing that? You know the song from White Chicks? <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to come up with more uh, singer tree puns. Yeah, uh, I've, I've you, taken you us. Caught me with that with that right hook. Yeah, that's Down when Terry Crews just like became Terry Crews after that movie. It was just like this guy is the greatest, the funniest man in the world. He's unstoppable, still is. But that that was Crews at his best, in my opinion. Love that film. So Markle leaves. They climb onto the roof. They find a hole. They make the hole bigger so <laughs> yeah. that they can fit inside <laughs> I, it. I couldn't believe this was the chapter. I could not believe it. They lower themselves into the hole into an attic, find a trap door in the attic floor, lower themselves into another empty room, yeah. which they realize is above the workroom uh, where the counterfeiting likely, sorry, the alleged counterfeiting is happening. Uh, and then Joe is coming down behind him. Frank went first. Yeah. Uh, and then so... He heard a whisper from behind him. Frank turned quickly. Joe was crouching on the floor, peering through a crack in the boards. He motioned to Frank to come over. And that is the end. That's our cliffhanger. That's the cliffhanger. Yeah. And that's the prestige. And that's the prestige. Very nice. Uh, three, just like one after the, the other, just terrible chapters. Very pointed. Yeah. Very, very singular in their focus. Given this was, so I read this last week, so it was six chapters, and the first three weren't that bad, actually. I kind of enjoyed the chapters we went over last week. Well, actually, I think I just enjoyed the rug one, because it was so ridiculous. It was so hysterical how dumb it was. And then to go into three duds, where it was honestly how you just summarized it. Boys crawling across grass, boys climbing tree. Boys going through roof, boys going through holes. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Not, not a lot. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Um, Ooh, they, I like that. I think the reason that we took so long with the comparisons for as long as we did was because there was a lot happening that we were unpacking, and yeah, we just shifted gears to a place where not a lot's <laughs> going on. Yeah, which leads me to believe, though, because we have what three chapters left. I believe so. That these three chapters are going to be amazing. I sure I really, hope so. But then I again, think a lot has to happen. Compared to the the rewrites, there's not as many loose ends to tie up. There's no like, ends. The, the last to tie three up. chapters. This were, is straightforward. Yeah, we know that the counterfeiters are I in the mill. Right. Yeah. The end. That's it. we've got three chapters for them. To find that out. I'm actually, I'm looking at the first image. So at the front of the book on page three, just to see what image they use to showcase this book. Yeah. Page 183, which might be the next, the next chapter, but it's, he dropped lightly to the roof of the old mill. No, that's what we just read. And yeah, here's the weeping willow and here's the boys. One of them, which I take is... Ooh. Joe. I feel like that's Joe. Yeah. yeah, Joe came second. Frank was already on the roof. Yeah, so look at that. They're both in bowler caps. 
They have slacks and nice shoes, tucked in shirts. These boys look like Boy Scouts. Yeah, this is how everyone dressed back then. And see, black and white. Black and white, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Always. Their skin is almost gray. They're right. In the moonlight. But that's a... Uh, I wish they would have chosen the one with Markle standing there and the boys just hanging upside down like bats, trying not to be seen. Or just right above him. <laughs> like like their gargoyles? Feet, their feet just dangling on either side of his head. <laughs> yeah. Just barely not noticing them. It's why they wear green shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this was a good idea. This is why I bought the green shoes. Well, that's that, man. That is that. Yeah, three more chapters, and then we got a sweet, sweet, sweet live show planned. I'm so excited. Uh, if you have any questions about the live show, uh, fill in fill in the form on our website homepage, hardyandsonspodcast.com. We'll get oh, yeah. this answered. If if you want to be a part of it, I feel like we've reached out to most of our listeners and and we've made the, the public call before of if you want to be a part of it, let us know. But but if we haven't reached out and you would like to be a part of the variety show, please please fill out the form on our website and we'll we'll get you included. We yeah, got room. you can hop in. We got in. room for everybody. We have a great talents actually joining joining us. This is almost more of a uh kind of like a sweet little variety hour. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. I feel like the first. Look at me saying, I feel like now you're a good influence on me. Um, I know. <laughs> I feel like this uh, is gonna be how we'll do live shows from now on, and it's gonna be very fun. It will be a great night. You're gonna find a lot of great talents, and uh, hopefully they market it as well, so other people can find other people, and it could just be a big social gathering of other folks i feel like that's a a silver lining to the pandemic where it's not going to be as fun that we can't be in the same room with everyone like i will say that one of my favorite stage moments of my life and i've had a few of them but was our entrance (laughs) on stage to the cheers theme yeah and then when we left the stage and then re-entered the second time the chorus played um, that it, was a magical. That was a magical moment for me. It was legendary, and, and there's no way to emulate that virtually. <laughs> no. However, we will find a way. Well, I was just going to say. However, the fact that we're virtual means two things. One, it's not as much of a commitment for people to participate. Right. Where it's not a whole evening. You don't have to find a sitter. You can. No. You can just join in. Uh, but two. It really opens up who can participate and from where. Instead of having to have all the performers on the same stage, we're yeah. going to be able to bring in people from – we're going to bring the stage to them. It's going to be a digital uh, yeah. stage. Well said. And, and we're going to put them on the big screen. You're going to enjoy their performance, and it's going to be amazing. It will be a night to remember, just like the Oscars. So wear your Indeed. best Jennifer Lopez dress. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Or yeah. Lady Gaga, whatever. Or Lady Gaga, yeah. Cover yourself in meat and just hop on in. Or plants, because I love vegetables and, uh, yeah. Turn yourself into a salad. <laughs> Is this where we've gone? It's fine. It's yeah okay. I I know what you're doing. So um, yeah. Well, what what umbrella. I'm doing? What I'm doing is that I'm trying to avoid that situation where. We, we 
approach the live show and then season four just without a without a backbone you know I, I want us to be bold I don't want us to have our spines ripped out and have to you know carry them alongside us in a in a small wagon of something I, I don't yeah I yeah. don't want to have a spinal cart <laughs> when we get to the comparisons final part yes yes <laughs> yes